another exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and talk about that subject for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron i'm getting really good at that opening patter i need to come up with a similarly good ending patter because i always feel like i just abruptly i'm suddenly like well bye sorry sorry <laughs> <Is> bye <laughs> i thought patter was like fake chit chat i didn't think that was like yeah. a scripted it, intro do you and not outro. get that's what i'm doing <laughs> No, no, like, I I mean, like, on a on a talk show, and Conan O'Brien is like, so, I, I heard you're in the new Star Wars movie, and Laura Dern's like, oh, I, I didn't know you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's fair, although, that might be a very good way for me to close out the show. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, you know uh, Jeff, what? We've I actually been the talking for a while. Movie. Bye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's true. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, you need yeah. a sound you can play, like a train whistle or something, and then you like go, someone oh, yelling well, ham. <laughs> here's my train. <laughs> so, uh, time for me to go. Time for me to head on out. Someone yelling ham is a deep cut to the early days of this podcast. If you're lost, go back and listen to the first episode or whatever. I'm lost. Yeah. Ham horn. Ham horn. Um, Jeff, it was your joke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Hamhorn was not my app. That was Louisa's app. Oh, was it? Yeah, but it? I believe you downloaded it also. We all had it at one point. I, I just have Reggae Airhorn. That's the name of my app. Speaking I- of not throwing things away, I still have that Hamhorn app. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had it until I got a new phone. Yeah, same. I had, I had the <laughs> applet on my home screen that if I just pushed it, it would make that sound ev- all the time. Yeah. <laughs> the oh, problem man. with phones nowadays is when you activate a new phone and it can uh, take all the stuff from your old phone, yes. it's as if you're moving where your stuff just magically moves itself, so you never have to consider it. Yeah, I used to love. I remember the first time that they offered to transfer my contacts over to my new phone, and I was like, absolutely not. Because I always <laughs> took that as an opportunity to delete out all the people that I never talk to anymore. And mm-hmm. I don't, don't do that anymore. And so now I just live in constant fear that I'm going to accidentally dial, like, I don't know, my girlfriend from eight years ago who I didn't break up with well or whatever. I don't know if I have such a girlfriend. That's just what popped into my head. It's your sitcom plot, <laughs> this girlfriend. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, I've definitely had some girlfriends that I broke up with and would prefer not to accidentally call them while I'm eating frozen yogurt or something. <laughs> yeah, you Skype them. Well, well look how I'm doing. Although, Pretty great, I, so. <laughs> I, I've also had some ex-girlfriends who I probably would like them to know that I'm eating frozen yogurt these days. <laughs> look at this fancy frozen yogurt I yeah, can afford. Oh, you're really missing out on all this frozen yogurt. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so what have you been up to on the internet this week, Louisa? This was a question I've been dreading because nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Literally nothing. I've been playing right. more Animal Crossing because the new theme is you plant roses and they attract bats and you collect the bats what? and turn them in for goth furniture and outfits. That's my favorite Evanescence video that you're describing. <laughs> So they just yep. came out with a Halloween theme in February? That's what uh, I'm no, hearing. it's goth, which is also a Valentine's Day thing. Goths, <laughs> yeah, goths get two holidays. <laughs> I will say gothic literature is defined as the combination of horror and romance. So mm-hmm. I guess 
I guess it could do a Valentine's thing, right? It's heavy on the roses and the ribbons and lace, so it's quite valentine The Webster's Dictionary defines gothic literature as... Well, no, that, <laughs> yes, that really is the definition of gothic literature. Yeah, it's I like know, tragic it love was, stories, right? I was, it was yeah. funny, because that's how they tell you not to start a... Oh, I see. Thing? Oh. Okay, I thought you, well, I thought you were practicing your best man speech for a wedding. <laughs> for- yeah, it, it trailed off and got kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah. That's how those are supposed to go. Yeah, and then you just sort of walk around uh, the dais for a few minutes without <laughs> making eye contact. Dais? <laughs> yeah. Is this, hold on, is this wedding, uh, is this part of the ceremony or is the reception in some kind of cult factory? What's happening? <laughs> that is also the term for that raised stage where the head table is in a lot of uh, reception halls. Uh, That's guess. crazy, by the way. If your wedding includes you sitting on like a stage in front of everyone eating, you must be very <laughs> confident in your eating game. I am not that confident. I feel like I don't want anyone to see me when I'm eating. From what I know, from people I know who have gotten married, uh, you pretty much don't get to eat at your own wedding. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's one thing I'm definitely, like, I have very few strong feelings about my wedding, but one of them for sure is that I'm going to eat and fuck everyone who says otherwise. Here's the problem, though. Do you think this is going to be a situation where when people are like, when I have kids, I'm not buying them candy bars at the grocery checkout. I'm not going to be one of those parents. And Uh, then uh, it crushes you. That's succeeded. People do that. I think the problem is that when people do that and then they don't follow through on it, it's because they made too many of those kinds of promises. Mm-hmm. When I'm a parent, I'm not going to buy my kids candy bars and I'm going to let them hang out and I'm going to be cool and I'm going to listen to them and talk to them all the time, blah, blah, blah. I only have one promise for my wedding and it's I'm going to eat. <laughs> That's it. I don't care about anything else that happens. Well, then oh, you okay. want that uh, dais that you can sit on and have everyone see you eating. You can no, be in a glass cage. I want to no hide to while you. I eat. I want everyone to be like, what happened to Matt? Isn't this his wedding? <laughs> I think that you can not have your kids eat candy bars if you just never give them candy ever. And then they, like, then it's not until, like, age five that they'll even know about candy. What's yeah. funny about that is that I hear a lot of these things of, like, these parents raising their kids without sugar, and it means that their kids grow up to be not insufferable because they're not constantly hopped up on sugar. But all that insufferability is transferred to the smugness of the parent being like, mm, <laughs> look how great my kid is. <laughs> I think and, that you, know, you people... are allowed to be smug about that if you no. have the only no. not insufferable no. kid. You're absolutely people... not. You didn't go without the sugar. The kid is the one making the sacrifice here. And the, the kid doesn't is know. People uh, write themselves a narrative. So they're like, oh, you know, my parents didn't really let me have sugar as a kid, so I don't eat that much sugar now. You will hear adults say. And then you will hear other adults say, oh, you know, my parents didn't really let me have sugar as a kid, so I really love sugar now. It's kind of a like a forbidden thing. Yeah. <laughs> so you're using the same justification to give opposite results. So I don't well, think, I think it depends on whether you were not given sugar or whether you were beaten if you looked at a candy bar. <laughs> I've heard, a lot of, I've heard a lot of people say that when they were kids, their parents didn't give them an allowance or whatever, and then that made them better with money when they grew up. And that is exactly the opposite of what happened with me. I'm terrible with money, and it's mainly just because uh, I, our, when we were kids, our allowance was 25 cents a week. So, well, that's not true. <laughs> oh, cool. You could buy five Bazooka Joes. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, uh, the yeah, rule- I was t- Sorry. 
Oh, I was just talking to a coworker who said, oh, you know, I really only like brown bread. Uh, I was raised on brown bread and white bread is way too sugary. And I said, I also was raised on brown bread and that makes white bread extra delicious. So I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, no, I like brown bread and I can't eat white bread because it's too sweet. That's so weird how people, everyone... Exactly. So the key is there's no good way to raise your children. At some point during your upbringing, (laughs) at some point during your upbringing, they stopped caning the children for eating white bread. And so Matt came after the caning ceased and Louisa came before. Mm -hmm. That's why he's in the post cane generation. That's where that divide comes Uh, up. We prefer to be called the Michael Kane generation. Uh, I don't think that is applicable. <laughs> no, I reject that. you have to be much older to be in the Michael Caine generation. <laughs> I don't know, mine was the generation that grew up watching shirtless Michael Caine in Jaws 4. Does right. that mean anything to you guys? <laughs> is that the one that he skipped going to the Oscars to win an Oscar for? Or he was nominated at least? And There's he didn't no, go? Way no way he was nominated for an Oscar for Jaws no, no, the no, Revenge. No, 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 no. <laughs> for a good movie. But he didn't go to the Oscars that year because he was filming Jaws 4. Oh. That's entirely possible. I do know that that's the movie that he has the famous quote of, I've never seen it, but I've seen the house it paid for, (laughs) which is a great thing to say. Michael Caine is a pretty great guy. Yeah, I can't deny that. He, even when he's phoning it in, I think he's just of that era of old British film and stage actors where even when they're phoning it in in a bad action movie, they're kind of still delivering i'm sure i've talked about this on this podcast before but the fact that he is so convincing as scrooge acting opposite puppets is insane (laughs) yeah that's pretty amazing no one has ever portrayed scrooge as well as he does and he's doing it on like a single two by four above a pit full of puppeteers (laughs) i mean he also like made me feel emotions in those cold wooden Christopher Nolan Batman movies, which mm-hmm. are famous for being completely devoid of emotion because Christopher Nolan hates his dad or whatever. Like, <laughs> it, Michael Caine is the part that makes you feel feelings. Yep. Yep. He's good. Has he uh, ever would... Clancy Brown in anything? Yeah. Uh, oh, probably, right? <laughs> Wait, what was the question? Has he ever worked with Clancy Brown in oh, anything? Oh, I don't know. Clancy Brown is doing a new thing now. I just heard about it. I can't remember what it is now. This is not good podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I texted you guys about something that he was just in recently. What was he in? Uh, I don't know. You're the one who texted, so you're yeah, the one who's not allowed to, to look it up either. <laughs> he was in a movie. Oh, I think. Wait, no, I... wait, wait, wait. Guys. He's in the new Thor. Yeah. Uh, he is in the new Thor. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm thinking of. There's some new project on the horizon for him. I don't remember what it is. But the important thing. But is, you looked it up, and now I you're going to tell us about it. I definitely broke the rules and looked it up by typing <laughs> Clancy Brown news into Google, <laughs> and there is a Twitter account called at Clancy Brown News. It is not Clancy <laughs> Brown's official <laughs> Twitter account. It is an That's... account just for news about him. Extremely they are biting delightful. our flavor so hard. Yeah, that's pretty I, bad. We need to bring some kind of lawsuit against this uh, this news organization. Now, when I will that say Twitter that they started made? in October 2012. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> there well, may be what's some the news? Debate. Did you find out? <laughs> no, I'm, I don't care anymore. <laughs> 
Uh, I keep thinking he's in a Planet of the Apes movie, but I think that's just because he got killed by Gorilla <laughs> Grodd gorilla, yeah. <laughs> on the Flash. Also, he, he looks like Grodd. No, he, he could doesn't. be in one he of the old ones. And had this argument already. Oh, really? He doesn't do the voice of Gorilla Grodd? No, wow. he should. That's why your brain keeps trying to correct it yeah, to he did. That just makes so much sense. <laughs> Wait, he voices General Eiling, uh, who is controlled by Grodd. Or, yeah, sorry, but when he we plays hear... General Eiling. <laughs> yes, yeah. but when we hear Grodd speaking directly, I thought it was just General Eiling's voice because he killed General That Eiling would make and... so much sense, yeah. but no. 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 Uh, I remember now it was that Clancy Brown was on the Goldbergs. That's it. Oh, oh okay. that's fun. Yeah, he was good on it, too. Anyway, doesn't matter. I, I would Jeff, watch what's... a movie... Oh, I was... Well, I'll get to my thing from online, but I was okay. just going to say I would watch a movie where Clancy Brown and Ron Perlman are uh, <laughs> some kind of maybe sci-fi criminals, and they're touring the galaxy doing crimes. Yeah, that would be pretty good. If they mm-hmm. did, like, a Lobo and Hellboy series, I'd watch that. Uh, it's really a shame that they wasted Jason Momoa as Aquaman, because he's the ideal candidate to play Lobo. That's true. Uh, I mean, except for Ron Perlman, obviously. Or yeah. Clancy Brown, maybe not. He seems He's weirdly... He only plays villains too friendly to be Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, like... Who, Clancy Brown? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch Carnival where he plays yeah, literally the say, devil? <laughs> I still... I love Clancy Brown, but every time we watch anything with Clancy Brown, uh, Jen has to look away because all she can think about him is that he's Satan. <laughs> Because yeah. of watching Carnival. Oh, I see. Is he cho- always chomping big cigars and calling people bastiches on that show? Is that no? But no. he does rape a girl into insanity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, that makes happens. Sense. <laughs> What's that show about? <laughs> uh, the Great Depression. <laughs> oh, so he I plays. Oh, the Great Depression okay. is adjacent to that show. Yeah, uh, I'm. That's another thi- I'm just going to add that to the list of things that other people will know about so I don't have to. I think uh, you, you like it, though. Like it's, it, got, yeah. it's got good comic book themes to it. Oh, I probably would. I'm never going to learn what it is, like Homestuck. I don't know. It's only two seasons, and the second season, is, you don't, you can skip it. It's pretty that good. That is shorter than yeah. Homestuck. Yes. Yeah. That's the reason I can't get into Homestuck. I've tried, like, four times... And every time I'm like, okay, I'm going to get into it. And then six hours later, I'm like, okay, I'm almost 1% through this series. Fuck this. I hate this. <laughs> I get three clicks into the beginning part and I'm like, I thought this was a webcomic and it's a game. And I close the tab. Yeah. And I thought this was funny, but they're, the jokes are the worst. All of them are terrible. <laughs> but also, I feel like it's one of the um, seminal pop culture touchstones that's going to be the only thing adults in 10 years know about, kind of like... Like how Homestar Runner or The Simpsons was for us. I remember walking yeah. through Comic Con the last time I went to a Comic Con. I think it was in Washington D.C. It was Awesome Con or something. And maybe thirty percent of the costumes there were those weird demon people from Homestuck. And That's I was gone like, away now. Mm, I'm sure, but that was the point where I was like, "Well, I'm, yeah. I don't want to go to Comic Con anymore. <laughs> I don't been know fully... what any of this is, and these the... costumes are stupid and terrible." <laughs> The best thing about going to Comic-Con is seeing people's elaborate costumes, and so if you're just like, haha, my costume is just clothes, but I have horns on, fuck you, go home, fuck you. <laughs> uh, that's all been replaced by elaborate Overwatch cosplay. That's much better. That's something that takes some serious effort, and also, uh, probably some weight loss. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for all the characters. What about Gorilla Grodd? <laughs> that's true. Uh, 
He's I saw that's not the name of the Overwatch one. I'm pretty I sure saw, that it is. It's there's a this <laughs> there's this cartoonist who I like on Twitter, and she did a cosplay of uh, Roadhog gender swapped, obviously, nice. and she's like six two and a biker and like a big gal and. God, it's, like, one of the best costumes I've ever seen someone do, and also, like, very cool because you're putting a lot of your large body out there in a world that doesn't like when people do that. Yeah, that is cool. I I like when people do brave cosplay, which, uh... Uh, everyone in Homestuck has a lot of coverage, so there's nothing brave about that. So you like it when redheaded yeah, women have a right. uh, bow and arrow and yeah. wear Celtic clothing or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Matt. Uh-huh. Or when you dress as three little tiny bears. <laughs> That's great, though. If you have, if you are a redheaded woman and you have three children that you're bringing to Comic-Con and you don't dress as brave with three bears, then you are doing everything wrong in your life. Or you just put on, like, a black bodysuit and have, like, three bear Bunraku puppets and you're just the three little bears <laughs> yeah um uh, i wanted to say before we moved on too far about that gorilla grod that's in overwatch mm-hmm. do you guys remember when overwatch first came out and they tried to make the gorilla the most relatable character like when you start no playing i Over- don't no i don't either <laughs> when you start playing overwatch the tutorial is narrated by that gorilla he is yeah. the he is the audience surrogate. The gorilla! I don't hear Matt anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm yelling. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, he's he's your instructor, though. You start the game as, what, Tracer or Soldier 76 or something? Yeah, but you're making the- you're making the- mm. Here's what he's got going for him. He's probably the least racist character in that game, right? Because a bunch of them, let's say more than 50%, are pretty racist. They are less than Street Fighter level of racist. That's very oh, yeah. true. <laughs> that, in that is there's a pretty at, low there's at least an attempt. <laughs> there's at least an attempt made at, like, accurate or sympathetic portrayals of other cultures. Yeah, but that doesn't really count for much. Louisa, you're forgetting about the cowboy one because you Mm -hmm. can't be racist against white people. Well, that's true. I said more than 50%. He's in there for that. (laughs) What'd you say, Louisa? I said said more than 50%. He's part of that other part, the other percentage. Well, but you also said the gorilla was the least racist one. And my point is that the cowboy is too stupid to be racist. I think that cowboy might be in fiction racist, though. Oh, he (laughs) himself is racist. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's my theory. Most cowboys were. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Um... Anyway, my thing I did online was at the very beginning when I went uh, stopped talking for about 45 seconds, mm-hmm. it's because uh, I saw the trending topic Han Solo and was like, oh, that's right, the trailer for the Han Solo movie comes out today, and then oh, I watched wow. the trailer for the Han Solo movie while, while we were recording, we were recording our recording hit podcast. podcast Jeff, <laughs> right. I hate you. Uh, this is the, this is the prestige. No fucking you didn't, watching trailers. You didn't know uh, until I, I revealed it to notice. you. The yeah. reason I asked Louisa about her online thing first is because I thought that Jeff your audio had cut out but instead you were being an asshole oh it was before that Uh, it was like a solid minute before that yeah I know because your audio you just stopped talking for a minute and I was like uh oh something's wrong with Jeff I'd better ask Louisa god damn it Jeff you remember before we started recording when we talked about when uh, people on podcasts are angry at each other and it gets uncomfortable you're doing that to (laughs) me now yeah and this is a microaggression (laughs) yeah that's fine Uh, (laughs) anyway my thing from online is that this movie uh, I thought was gonna look way stupider than it does 
<laughs> Great. <laughs> okay. Worth it. Definitely <laughs> worth that five seconds of you talking was definitely worth two minutes of silence earlier. God damn it. 45 seconds. <clears throat> um, I doubt it. I doubt it was 45 seconds. It says right on the title, it says Star a solo, a Star Wars story, big game TV spot, 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. At 45 seconds, but you first had to be looking at your Twitter mm-hmm. yeah, and then cool. read things and then click on a link. So now who's an asshole? Still you. <laughs> that makes it like a minute tops. Plus, we're getting all of this comedy afterwards where you're That's chastising true. me for that it. That is true. Um, but seriously, don't look at your Twitter while we're yeah, doing the do show. Not. Come on. Stop it. <laughs> Stop doing, doing that. You can't ever do that. Mm, what if I get a notification? No. no. Yes. Also, I went <laughs> on Twitter so I could see my thing from online, Ugh. which I didn't know what it would be because I haven't done anything online this I didn't week. either, and I figured something out at the last second. Like Yeah, I didn't either, school. and I figured something out at the last second no, during the show I... by doing something online. No. <laughs> <laughs> my thing online was that I was recording a podcast with my friends, and then I did bad. I did bad at it. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, Matt, what did you do online this week? Okay, my thing isn't super online, but part of it involves technology, so it's fine. You got mm. the cyber part installed into your body. Yep. Uh, no, I just got home earlier today. I went to the Philadelphia Art Museum. Um, I don't know if you guys have been. I think, Louisa, you've definitely been, but yeah, Jeff yeah. hates Philadelphia, so probably not. Uh, I don't. Which museum was it? The Philadelphia Art Museum. Sorry, you were probably <laughs> checking your Twitter feed while I was talking. <laughs> I mean, it, it. I may have been to that one. I do hate Philadelphia. You have to translate it to non-art museum, which is, it's the one that Rocky climbs up the steps for. That's true. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, this is this is not my thing online. I was going to say, was Philadelphia a total wasteland, or what's going uh, on? Is it being destroyed not yet? yet? Not yet. <laughs> okay. But yeah, the the thing that will destroy it is happening as we're recording. Yes, uh, for those who don't know, since this is not coming out for like a long time because <laughs> yeah. of our our hundredth episode last week, that was so funny. Wink. Question mark. We haven't recorded it yet, but anyway. <laughs> um, uh, no, the Super Bowl is happening right now, and the Eagles are probably going to lose. So fine, no one cares. But. Um, when we were walking through Philadelphia, there were uh, very many public utility workers uh, painting motor oil onto all of the traffic <laughs> poles so that people couldn't climb them and kill themselves later. Hey, motor oil. Yeah, well, it they- was Chris. It was Crisco last time. Motor yes. oil seems like a hazard. Well, Chris, they used Crisco last time, but the problem was that Crisco people started scraping the Crisco off. Uh, <laughs> so, and also when Crisco gets cold, it doesn't get. It's not as slippery. Right. Um, so people are just going to light all of the poles on fire now. <laughs> Uh, you can uh, probably do that with Crisco. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Motor oil is less flammable than Crisco is. I is think. it? I is don't it, think so. I think, is it the whole point of motor oil to not be super flammable on account of it's in your engine? Uh, it provides it's lubrication engine, in the though, engine. Right? So it has to, uh, I don't know how cars work. But it can get hot happens. without igniting, but if there's a spark, then I'm pretty sure it lights on fire. I don't think that that's true. I feel like that would mean that your car would catch fire every day. <laughs> Isn't that what it does inside the engine? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> the gasoline is the thing that catches fire, Louisa. God yeah. damn it. You should <laughs> and then know you this. control it. But and- they're both made of the same thing. <laughs> 
Um, they, I mean, they're both made of petroleum, so is, like, chapstick, but that you can't set on fire. Can you? Oh my god, can you? Probably. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, it seems like a candle. Guys, if anyone <laughs> listening to my voice right now is in middle school, uh, get some string. First off, stop listening. <laughs> probably yeah. stop listening, so I can all get some string and light some chapstick on fire and just see what happens. Mm, I don't like that kind of advice. <laughs> well... Yeah, uh, go in your parents' wallet and send Soupy Sales one dollar. I saw a fun thing from some restaurant. I just saw this online, but it was uh, a little appetizer that was bread served with a tallow candle. So the candle gets lit and it melts some of the tallow and then you spread it on your bread. Gross. I hate that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's really disgusting. If the candle was butter, if the candle was garlic butter, I would be all about it. Yeah, Uh, that's true. No, if it's butter, it would burn. That's the Mm -hmm. thing. Tallow Mm -hmm. is like refined, so it wouldn't burn. Brown butter is a thing, though, Louisa. Yeah, you're not going to be able to control that at your table. Yep. Uh, but anyway, uh, the actual thing from online is that we were in the um, in the the Philadelphia Art Museum, and we were going through looking at some things. Uh, they have a uh, Dutch Masters exhibit right now, which is why we wanted to go. <laughs> and they had not- museum workers painting motor oil over all the paintings, so people wouldn't be able to tear <laughs> them off the wall. <laughs> oh man, that's probably not a terrible idea. <laughs> They probably greasing just- up, <laughs> greasing up uh, the fountain. Oh my god! How great would it be to paint motor oil on the steps up to the art museum, oh, yeah. so that every <laughs> asshole who gets drunk in Philadelphia tonight and is like, "I'm going to do the Rocky thing," and tries to run up and just totally beefs it on the third yeah. step. Yeah, that would be great. A bunch of tourists with broken jaws lying in pain on the steps to the art museum. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why they're painting the the poles for the to avoid that same thing. Anyway, um, so we were in the art museum and we were looking at these uh, paintings, and this mm-hmm. one guy comes through with like a digital camera, not his phone camera, but a real one, um, and we notice him coming because we keep hearing this beep click, beep click beep click like getting closer and closer like it's some kind of horror movie uh and he comes around the corner and this guy is like briskly walking up to each picture barely looking at it snapping a picture of it and then snapping a picture of its like little plaque and then moving on to the next one Mm -hmm. why is he doing that like what is the point of going to a museum to do that like, so you can the, enjoy art at your leisure in this but, modern age. But Louisa, the Philadelphia Art Museum has its whole gallery online already. You didn't need to go there. Mm. Uh, it's an Instagram celebrity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was he wear, was he was he a very large bearded man with like a crop top and like a top knot braid? Because it might have been Instagram celebrity the fat Jewish. <laughs> no, I don't know what that is, but it's probably terrible. Um, that's the only Instagram celebrity I know about. I'm just saying, if you if somebody knew how to use Instagram, they wouldn't bother to do this thing that this man was doing. I Maybe don't he understand needs it. His own photos for like putting together a- sexual reasons. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I was gonna say putting together a slideshow for like a university lecture or something, but sure. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The The room we were in when we saw him was the room... Do you, are you guys familiar with the artistic concept of the lover's eye painting? No. They're like little... You know those little silhouette cameos that people would wear that's just a tiny quarter-sized thing of like a silhouette of someone's face? Yes. No? <laughs> okay. 
Oh. It's important to keep in mind that I'm very stupid. <laughs> you know, you know what I? Okay, you know those pictures that are just a black and white picture of a profile of someone's face. Sure, let's say that I do. How do you not know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it's insane to me that you don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway. What is it called? I'll Google it and a look cameo. at what it is. Well, silhouette. It's a cameo silhouette. Okay, um, cameo anyway. silhouette. Anyway, he's just oh. covered to watch five more. No, this is the name of some software. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's Cameo by oh, it's a Cameo by Silhouette. It seems to be some kind of machine that makes things. Is it the band Cameo? Is it Word Up? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Was that a um, band? I thought that was a guy. I thought it was a whole band. Wait, and Lamar Burton was in the uh, music video, and we have definitely talked oh, about yes. this before. <laughs> I see what this is. I had yes. to click the Google suggestion to add Victorian to my search to understand, okay. for it Is to know what, what I was looking meant? for. Is this what you meant? Says Google scornfully. Because <laughs> all of it was pictures of this science machine that prints things. That's I'm very angry when people invent a new thing and name it something that makes Googling an old thing impossible. Yeah. Oh, it I'm mad when shapes. I know a cool word that nobody knows, like avatar, and then suddenly fucking everyone's using that word. <laughs> In the yeah. 80s, I was extremely cool for knowing that word yep i think Same that it makes sense that this Bombadil. machine is called this yeah <laughs> i think it uh, makes sense this machine is called this because it cuts shapes out of paper like what those uh images look like okay well anyway uh at, at around the same time that those were popular another thing that you would have as a keepsake for your sweetheart would be a tiny like again coin-sized painting of just their eye and like sometimes their eyebrow as well, but that's it. Um, and it's called a lover's eye painting, and it's very cool and weird. I feel like the Victorians really got very buck wild with stuff. They were just like, yeah. "Hey, what if, what if to remember your sweetheart, you just made uh, a cane out of their hair?" <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> I guess. The Victorian um, era was really excited about the natural world, wasn't it? Like discovering science and being like, "Look how crazy the human body is." Yeah. So it makes sense. Yes. Um, but anyway, so this man went through and took these pictures of every one of these eyes, and it just seemed, it could have been, uh, my point is, it could have been for sexual purposes, as yeah. Jeff alluded to earlier. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> uh, it's very gross. Um, and it's a very gross way to appreciate art, to do that, and also ruin it for everyone else, so that guy's a jerk. Anyway, mm -hmm. yeah, literally. Anyway, it's random subreddits time. <laughs> okay, Jeff is moving us along. Jeff is <laughs> yeah, because you, you have a hard out of 8.30, and That's I know true. we're going to be on this call for another hour. <laughs> Jeff has finished his YouTube playlist, and so now it's time to move on. <laughs> uh, mostly I was uh, roasting our friend Chris on Facebook. No, Wait. stop looking at things. <laughs> stop it. Yeah, every time that we do these recordings and then I go onto, like, Twitter afterwards and see that Jeff posted things to Twitter while we were recording, I get genuinely furious. Yeah, I can't handle this. <laughs> I have no choice. I If I'm not allowed to look things up, then I have nothing to do. Jeff, you have missed the entire point of the rule for not looking things up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> yes, clearly. That's clearly right, the thing I, that's happening. I got r slash imc underscore irl, which uh, I think is somehow related to the video game Titanfall. What does imc stand for? Yeah, I, I think it's a, like... I think it's an organization in the video game Titanfall, oh, I think. Oh, no. That's I think it's the name niche. of the military you belong to. 
That is very, very niche. Yeah. I think I they just called it, it that because it's three letters like IRL. Yeah, I'm like, is it, like, in case you missed it? No, it's not that. And I kept going over and over in my mind. I think it's just snappier than Titanfall IRL. I hate it. Yeah, this is a very (laughs) bad concept for a board, especially because I looked at the top two of all time, and neither of them are somebody claiming that the picture is them in real life, which is the whole point of the IRL meme, so you guys done fucked up. Yeah, I feel like it's the kind of board you start (laughs) where you're like, oh man, I have two great ideas. I'm gonna start this board. Yeah. And then instantly you realize, oh wait, I don't have any other ones. You just described every creative project (laughs) I've ever embarked on. As soon as I get to that second good idea, I'm like, yes! (laughs) Yep. That's pretty much all my playlists on uh, Spotify. <laughs> like, yes. oh man, I have two good songs for this theme. Yeah, yep. no, I have with- a couple playlists like that. Like, best covers. Oh, it's four songs. Yep. Songs that sound like Sonic the Hedgehog music. Oh, it's 45 songs big now, and that was a bad idea. Okay, uh, the best transition ever, Louisa, what did you guess? Sonic the Hedgehog, I have received r slash Sonic the Hedgehog. I really thought it would have been so funny if you said that you had, speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog, you got r slash Firefox. Yeah, I thought about doing that. (laughs) Yeah, spoilers, I got r slash Firefox. Okay, so we're doing Sonic the Hedgehog. I think we have to, yeah. Um, That's the, I think that's the, uh, that's, we've talked about Sonic before, but that's, uh, not all of us like it, so that's not something that we talk about a lot. Yeah, Yeah. I hate Sonic the Hedgehog. I hate him conceptually, (laughs) I hate him as a character, and I hate his games, so. (laughs) Yeah. This is gonna be a contentious one, y'all. Probably. Alright, here we go. uh, Episode 101, here we go. Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Yeah, we're really playing to our core competencies again. <laughs> Getting mad at Jeff and talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the background is like uh, Mondrian-style blocks of color, but then little dots and triangles and things floating around, which I guess is meant to be like a 90s aesthetic kind of thing. It's styled after the uh, Japanese and I believe European box art for the original Sonic the Hedgehog trilogy. Well, right. and didn't all the load screens in all the Sonic the Hedgehog games have that kind of image as well? A little bit, remember. but this yeah. this specific style is the box art style, but they do use similar, like, jagged lines and stuff for the loading screens. Yes. Or I guess the level intro screens, because they don't really need to load anything. Yeah, I knew that was the wrong word when I said it, but also I didn't want to think of the right word, so... Yeah. It f- serves the same functions, such that Sonic games that do have load screens just do the loading on that screen. Yeah, that- yeah. You I know- actually feel like that was very prescient of them. Yeah. You know, um, earlier today I was trying to think of the word because I was thinking about salmon and how I like it and how I don't like the salmon skin. And I couldn't think of the word skin. And my Uh-oh. brain immediately said fish pelt. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what it's basically the salmon. Is, <laughs> the salmon casing. <laughs> yeah, isn't, exactly. What, isn't there some uh, cryptid that's a uh, uh, furry salmon? Ew. Gross. Oh, I think that's a crypt. I think that's a cryptid. <laughs> oh man! I mean, that sounds awesome, but also disgusting. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I uh, only ever think of salmon in terms of cooking and eating it, and so I I try not to think oh, about yeah. hair. Oh god! When they're when they're breeding and they grow those huge jaws, that's uh, so upsetting. Ugh. I don't even think about it, Louisa. I'm yeah. only thinking about them cut that's into hair. cubes for food. Food cubes. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> no fish pelts in sight. <laughs> yep. No fish pelts. Only food cubes. <laughs> Those are the two genders, you guys. 
Uh, Fish oh, pelts okay. and food cubes. Which one are you? Pick a side. I'm definitely a food cube, y'all. Oh, I wasn't asking you to actually. Oh. That was a that was a Sorry. rhetorical demand I was making of our fictional audience that doesn't okay, exist. Well. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So in this sea of geometric shapes, we have Sonic the Hedgehog making a fist but smiling. Now, now who so he? he's like, now who uh, he? He's a blue hedgehog man. He loves chili dogs. Uh-huh. A, a hedgehog man? Yeah. Look at him I mean, standing I guess on his he's hind anthropomorphic. legs. Like he's a man. That's true. He has and wearing thumbs. shoes. He <laughs> wears <laughs> gloves. He's so aggressively not human shaped. He just like has the human parts in roughly the places they go, but they're all the wrong size. What he is if, human shaped? You're crazy. What if the only thing that separates us from animals is that we wear gloves, you guys? Yeah, that's it, actually. What about yeah. when people that's why Mickey socks- Mouse and Bugs Bunny wear gloves. Yep. What about when people put socks on their dogs so they don't get road salt on, in their paws, though? Socks. socks aren't gloves, Louisa. Okay, yeah. alright. How that's many fair. times do we have to thing. give you that bumper sticker? When Wait, chimpanzees wear gloves, are they people then, at that yes. point? Yep. Okay. Yes, but they can't wear gloves because they don't fit their dumb long hands. <laughs> yes, yeah, fucking chimpanzees. <laughs> Invent gloves for yourself, stupid. <laughs> Now I feel bad, like, if somebody has unusually shaped hands who listens to the show, that they'll be sad that I said that. No, they're they're cool. Just chimpanzees can go fuck oh, yeah. themselves, though. <laughs> if you're if what you're if a human, a and you don't have listening to this though. If you don't have the t- by our talk about apes, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is falling apart. <laughs> That's true. If you're a person who doesn't have hands or has hands that are of a shape that doesn't allow you to wear gloves, don't worry. You're still a person. But if you're an animal <laughs> listening to this, even if you have a human hand grafted onto your body by a mad scientist, you're never going to be a person. Uh, if you can Just put taking a, glove- a hard line on this. No, if you have a human hand sewed to your body and that you are capable of putting a glove onto it, you're a human. You've Whoa! Done it. That's true. You figured it I out. Hate it. Yep. Yeah, that's the loophole. Then you can vote. <laughs> you Excuse can cast me, a ballot with your human hand. Yeah. Excuse me, sir. Do you have an ID? Um, check <laughs> is that you wiggling the hand? I yeah. think it's right here, and you're giving the finger with the hand. Yeah. Oh, you beat me with your style. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway, Sonic the Hedgehog is giving you the fist, but he's like whoa, confident whoa, about whoa, it. Whoa, that's. Yeah, giving you the fist sounds <laughs> yeah. very sexual. Yeah, yeah. he's usually... Well, it is. It, Look at his eye contact. Of course it's sexual. <laughs> he's usually doing, like, a, a waggy, like, uh-uh-uh uh, type yeah. of finger dear, on, like, the title screen, dear, so maybe that's what that is. Dear Sega, please make the subtitle of your next Sonic game, Sonic, colon, of course it's sexual. <laughs> Well, that might as well have yeah. been the subtitle of Sonic Forces, the first game where you... Uh, where you could, fuck the first on Sonic screen. Game. <laughs> the first Sonic game that contains a character creator, and your original character saves the day and gets to hold hands with Sonic during the levels where Sonic is there, too. Ah, yes. Did you ever watch that series of videos of Griffin McElroy doing all of the, like, fan-made Sonic the Hedgehog Sonic things? Dreams collection? Sonic Dreams collection. I really yes. like that, It's yeah. incredible and so <laughs> horrifying. <laughs> Uh, so, let me finish describing this oh, goddamn yeah, board. So, it says Sonic the Hedgehog in a traditional <laughs> typeface. Uh, it says Sonic the Hedgehog in the Reddit way of writing things in the corner, but then the word Reddit is done as if it's the Sega logo, where it's got the line inside the lines. 
Yep. You know. You know. You, you imagine the word Sega, and then imagine that font, but saying Reddit instead. You got it. I can't, I can't imagine the word Sega in the Sega font without singing the Sega Genesis boot-up noise. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but you can't sing it, or else you'll be sued out of existence. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Did you know that took up, uh, I believe, an eighth of the cartridge space of Sonic the Hedgehog? Just that sound? That is an amazing <laughs> fact, and I'm genuinely happy that you shared it with me. I'm not- I know that the more I say this, it's sounds more sarcastic but i <laughs> no, i didn't you, think you were okay good i genuinely love that as this thing yeah. that i know i love it's when just that was the like, big thing for a street fighter or whatever where one person would be like yeah in a kind of human voice and you'd be like oh my god <laughs> video games are real now yeah <laughs> and it took 50 people 900 <laughs> yes. man hours to make it happen and it's a one megabyte file and takes up five cds <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how video games used to be. Now I put the disc in my Xbox and it's like, hey, do you want to install 70 gigabytes from this? D like, what? That's how many? I think we've talked about this on this show before, but do you think that FMVs will ever be a thing that people take seriously again? Yes, it's already happening. The FMV revival's happening. I think if you can get CGI good enough that you can make it all CGI, that would be an improvement. Jeff, no, when you they, say they did a new Tex Murphy game. Did you play her story? No, but I really want to because it's a serious FMV game. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to be the thing that makes people take it seriously again. Louisa, do you know about this? No. It's a game where you're reviewing video of a confession of just a woman, like, in police custody, and you have to <laughs> figure out the who caused the crime, but there's 600 hours of video, and you have to find all of the, like, bits where she confesses to things and whatever. That's weird. Sounds <laughs> bad? Is it good, though? Everyone says it's good. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played it. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, they, uh, I also have the whole Tex Murphy series, which was so beloved that despite being a 90s FMV adventure game, they brought it back a couple years ago on Kickstarter. Yep. <laughs> oh, I, I thought I thought you I thought you guys just conked out there. You just No, didn't. I just don't no. know anything about Tex Murphy, so I can't Neither really do I. <laughs> I like that's that's why I'm saying the FMV revival is back because of a game that I own but haven't played. Okay, great. Speaking of not knowing anything about something, the uh Sonic the Hedgehog hog board is customized in a way oh. that I don't understand. So maybe it you guys will like know. It sounded like you said the Sonic the Hedgehog hog board, which <laughs> man, I hate that you would call it is that. Is that not what you she said? What did she say? <laughs> I think I she just stumbled yeah, calling it the Sonic the Hedgehog board. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> I like calling it a hog board, though. It sounds like an awesome skateboard. It does. So on this hog board, uh, 18,000 have places to go, and 224 follow their rainbow. Is that part of a theme song? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I remember Wait, that there was a cartoon show, and I don't remember it very well. Uh, the people who are subs the people who are subscribed have places to go, and the people who are currently here follow their rainbow. I believe those are lyrics from the Sonic Adventure Two track "Escape from the City" from the level "City Escape." I hate that. Yeah, I hate that too. <laughs> the, the, this the the feeling I have now is the opposite of the feeling I got when I found out about the size of the audio file on the original Sonic the Hedgehog cartridge. <laughs> it may be lyrics from another song by the same band from Sonic Adventure 1 called Live and Learn, which was the theme song to that game. 
Was it that you've got to live and learn song from the 90s? That, I think the lyrics to that was, the more you know. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's the tune you sang. I really want to look the song up. Mm, I can't remember. I remember Sonic CD. Yeah, we used our one look up. Sonic CD (laughs) had the best intro song that was like called Sonic Boom or something. Yep. Oh, and fuck, the, that so good. The animation was also very <laughs> cool, because it was just like a little anime. Although it was full, I mean, it was just like every cartoon show, in that it was full of awesome things that were not represented in the game. Yes. <laughs> when he runs up that chain to, to go to that flying island, and I was like, oh my god, it's like it's a sequel to Chrono Trigger. <laughs> but no, And then wasn't. you play Sonic CD, and it turns out <laughs> that it's very bad. Yep, it was very bad. <laughs> uh it was the second, like, it was being developed alongside Sonic 2. Ah, <coughs> uh, man, I really wish I didn't have to sneeze in the middle of that sentence that I was saying. That's all right. Louisa, uh, sorry we keep interrupting you. Finish doing this so we can talk about the board. It's fine. I was trying to reboot my brain without looking anything up, and I want to say it was a song by Joe Public. Does that sound like a person who existed? That sounds like every person. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. Uh, So, the subreddit for Sega's mascot, an all-around cool blue guy. Uh, Discussions of games, comics, TV shows, creative fan work, anything else related to the greater Sonic franchise. Okay, so now that we've gotten past that, somebody explain to me why Sonic the Hedgehog specifically is so closely related with uh, internet perverts having boners, because there are so many cartoon characters out there. Why Sonic the Hedgehog? I think because he wasn't specifically for the youngest kids, like Care Bears or whatever, he was more like, he was rude. So, like, you could be like, I guess it's not so bad if I put him in sexual situations. Yeah, but there's not, there's not, like, uh... Beavis and Butthead and Preg porn. There probably well, is. first of all, yes, there is. <laughs> Second, <God damn it>. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, obviously, if there was any '90s cartoon where two men were friends, there's going to be a drawing of it where one of them is having a baby. God damn it! <laughs> uh, but anyway, I think Sonic hit uh, just as online was hitting, uh, and so furries were learning that there were other furries. Uh, and two generations got hit with Sonic. People who were play- first playing video games in the early 90s, like us, and people who were first playing video games at the turn of the century with Sonic Adventure on the Dreamcast. Yeah, and then that somehow translated into, like, the only way you could get boners was by Sonic? I think it's just a, a childhood affection uh, of the most popular anthropomorphic animal at the time. I feel like because- And if you're a furry, you're just gonna like that rather than Bugs Bunny or whatever. Yeah, for furries, I feel like because they introduced that whole cast of all his friends who are like sort of quasi-cool looking animals of different kinds, you could find something you yep. like, you know? I guess I definitely had a crush on that Lady Fox from- um from Rob Disney's Robin Hood mm-hmm. and also that lady squirrel from the Sword in the Stone mm-hmm. and if that had been nurtured instead of like everyone reminding me how terribly wrong it was to have those feelings I, it may have developed into a sexual thing yeah yeah I, oh it also helps that there was a a long running Sonic the Hedgehog comic book that uh was like very self serious and I think any fandom, uh, sexual or not, is helped by the existence of a mainstream f- 
e- eternal story that takes itself seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I I clicked on the uh top the the what is it? The hot post number 1 hot post on the board which is a page out of the comic uh the Sonic comic book which is I think still going. Um uh no it it re- well they they're supposed to be starting again this year but we don't know anything about it. Uh Archie Comics and who had been publishing it since 93 or whatever uh had been uh for some reason really messed up and lost like their only lucrative license uh <laughs> with Sega. So now their uh Sonic Comics have been off for about a year and will be coming back uh with a new publisher. Well, anyway, this page from this comic, uh, I hate this. I hate the people who like this, and I think that they're bad people. Well, can you be more specific? Because I don't even know what you're talking about. So the the post is called, Hawaiian Shadow is Pissed. And this appears to be a page about somebody has set fire to the house of Shadow the Hedgehog, which is another hedgehog in this universe, but he's very edgy for some reason. Um, and, but he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses for some reason. And, uh, this person is like, haha, I set fire to your house, but we're still friends. And then he's very mad at them. Like, everything in this is, <laughs> is very stupid and probably a reference to something I don't get, but it's so, uh, up its own butt, I guess, is what I can say about it. Yeah, this is very clearly a page from the middle of a single issue of a comic book, in the middle of a long-running story, in the middle of a decades-long series. I feel like the uh, art style really suffers from the same thing a lot of quote-unquote cute anime girl uh, merchandise does, which is they just kept drawing way too much stuff. Like, all right, he has a shirt, and it's got a pop collar, and the sleeves are kind of rolled up, and he's got cuffs on his gloves, and he's got little sunglasses, and his hair does weird (laughs) things. So you can't even quite tell what's happening in any of these panels. There's too much stuff going on. Licensed comics almost always have uh, terrible art because they want to make them as cheaply as possible. (laughs) I don't understand how Shadow the Hedgehog became a character and someone didn't come along and say no. No more. The, yeah. We have crossed that line. You have gone too far, and this far, and no further. Okay, yeah, the here's bad what guy's happened. Eggman, Robotnik, and nobody else. That's the bad guy. Yeah, Eggman is a great idea. Everything about Eggman I like. I like him <laughs> as a villain. I like how he's fat and also stupid, but also smart. I love the fact that his name is goddamn Eggman, and also Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking, yep. oh my god, a pitch-perfect villain. Yeah, so he's I like Wario theory. before Wario. Yes. Yeah, exactly. He's ex- him and Wario <laughs> oh are Oh my best god, friends. crossover game Eggman and Wario in love. <laughs> I'd play that. What I are they doing, the gathering gifts for each other for Valentine's Day? Jeff, <laughs> Jeff. What? I know yeah. that you've been th- trying to think of a way to make a billion dollars, and I have it for you. And okay. it is this. Create a visual novel um, uh, dating simulator game using whatever- What is that? Is it Willow? There's some program- Renpai. Renpai, thank you. Do that, and have it just be you are dating the villains from the Mario and Sonic series. You will make a billion dollars 
you're welcome. But then I'll spend that billion dollars covering my lawsuits. Yeah, well, here's what you do. You release it, and then you get, like, a cease and desist from Nintendo, and then you just do a palette swap on all of the characters, yeah. and then you're good to go. <laughs> okay, this isn't Wario anymore. I'm just gonna flip that W upside down. Now yeah, his exactly. name is Mario. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Guys, you can't, you can't trademark both of them. You can't trademark yeah, exactly. him and his opposite. Yeah, you have to pick one. That's the law. That's how the law works. Otherwise, those trademarks cancel out. They're opposites, you guys. So here's my theory about Sonic villains and why they're the way they are. Um, so Sonic was introduced and he was cool uh, because he was like a little bit rude. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, what if Bugs Bunny, but like... Right, this was nine, during the like, period rude. of time when people didn't understand what cool meant, and they yeah. thought that yeah. it was like dinosaurs with sunglasses you and said, people being what rude. if Bugs Bunny, but... but what if Bugs essentially, Bunny, but cool? No, no, what I'm saying is, what if Bugs Bunny, but... No, he is exactly Bugs Bunny. Like, that's <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> what if Bugs Bunny, but not funny? Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> he uh, has no sense of humor whatsoever. Zero, <laughs> like, he takes himself way too seriously. So then Sonic 2, they introduce a dorky sidekick. Oh, I love him. He's so- my favorite. Yeah, Tails is good. That softens Sonic a little uh, bit, though. Don't, so- don't, don't uh, disrespect him. His name is Miles Per yeah. Hour, and it is the <laughs> best name. Yeah. I've only ever called him Miles, which is kind of crazy in retrospect, because you obviously weren't supposed to, but I always <laughs> no. did. <laughs> Ro- Dr. Robotnik and Miles Prower were uh, American names that they introduced because American audiences get uh, treated badly. They're uh, like, I oh, Americans aren't, Miles. Americans aren't going to get that this guy, uh, that it's funny that he's egg-shaped, so, so we're going to give him a different name. So wait, are you trying to tell me that the perfect video game title, like, absolutely there has never been a video game with a better title in history than Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> are you telling me that they didn't get to enjoy that in Japan because it was called Eggman's Be- Mean Bean Machine, which is provably not as good? Yeah. No, it, that game didn't come out in Japan. That what? was a reskin of Poyo Pop. Oh, God. Japan, <laughs> I guess Poyo I'm so Poyo sorry. Is what it was called. I always thought that we were getting the short end of the video game stick, but this makes it up. This balances every game we <laughs> yeah. didn't get, we got Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would like to point and- out something that's very cute on this board is there aren't thumbs up and thumbs down. The thumbs up is Sonic when he runs so fast that his legs become a circle blur, and then the thumbs down is when he dies and he's all spread-eagled and terrified. <laughs> oh god, that oh, sound no. when he's drowning. <laughs> the thumbs up is Sonic jumping on a spring. I thought it was when he was running so that his uh, legs turned to a blur, like when he's running vertically. No, it's definitely him on a springboard. All right. Well, yeah, because his uh, his legs <laughs> okay. are wi- like a wide eight. Anyway, let me continue. Let's continue my theory. Okay, sorry. Um, no, it's fine. The Sonic Three. They're like, we need to introduce a rival for Sonic. What about Sonic, but hip hop themed? And that's where you get Knuckles, uh-huh. uh, who is very like early '90s hip hop cool. And then by the like 1999, 2000. Uh, well, I guess Sonic. Or Shadow was introduced in 2001 for Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah, like, Shadow was after hip- my time. Like, I remember yeah. Knuckles coming yep. out, and then I completely stopped caring about anything to do with Sonic by the well, time Shadow came around. And here's the thing. So far, I'm with you, Jeff. I get it. Yes. Yes, I agree with you. A hip-hop version of this, like, fairly, I don't know, rock and roll, punk punk rock, I guess, character makes sense mm. to me. <laughs> and then in 2001, they're like, 
mm, 90s hip hop is dorky. What's Ooh. in right now is screamo. Oh no, but it's new not. Metal. Though. <laughs> but the thing, it was. Though. Here's the thing though. <laughs> there was a time when hip hop, 90s hip hop was cool. There was never a time when anyone thought that screamo was cool. Even people who are into screamo were like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the world that <laughs> this is a thing I like. But goth was cool then, so they had to do it. It wasn't, though. Everyone made fun of it. It's not a thing that was ever cool. Like, you might as well have said, okay, so then they introduced Shadow, and he had suspenders and a pocket protector and did science and was a huge nerd. Like, that's cooler. That was cooler than Screamo ever was. But this was around the time when Gact was first popular in Japan. So, like, emo and goth was a cool aesthetic. Maybe in Japan. Yeah. They think uh, things are cool when they are provably not cool. <laughs> I think that they that uh, they just uh, have a culture with less irony. Uh, zippers, though. They think zippers are very cool. Speaking of rockabilly, I feel like there are parts of Japan to this day we that are speaking way of rockabilly. too into rockabilly. We were before the show, and that's all the audience <laughs> needs to hear that we were an talking hour, about rockabilly. Speaking of that thing we mentioned an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. Japan is still way too into rockabilly. Japan, get your yeah, shit together. Yeah, they should be. No more Pompadours, cool. Japan. It's because they never got Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. <laughs> That's what snapped us out yeah. of it. I uh, bet, you could, anyway, track, I bet the- you could track sales of Cherry Pop and Daddy's albums, and the day that they dropped off was the day that Dr. Bo- Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine came out. I bet you money. <laughs> That's a crazy thing to say. <laughs> and yes, you're I very know. sure of it. I have no response sure, to that. Yes. Uh, the thing that cemented this theory for me was not Shadow, but the next Sonic but different uh, bad guy that they introduced who later became friends with Sonic, Silver the Hedgehog, who Ugh, is just what? like an EDM rave guy uh, from the 2006 game Why Sonic Why did the they represent styles of music? Why? I don't know. I don't know. It didn't occur to me until recently yeah. that this is, like, they just, they looked at pop culture and were, was like, what's popular right now? Let's make a, a Sonic guy that is that way. I wish that uh, the past few years they'd brought out a new one who was just a brown hedgehog who wore, like, a tweed shirt and he was, like, a Mumford and Sons hedgehog. Maybe he has a mustache. You want a rockabilly Sonic. <laughs> Oh, he's got a banjo. <laughs> That's his. He does some kind of attack with a banjo, probably. Yeah, maybe. <sighs> That's the thing, though. This is the thing, Louisa. You violated mm-hmm. the premise because Jeff is absolutely right. These characters are all music genre themed. But mm-hmm. the thing that's fucking awful and infuriating is that none of them ever do anything musical. They don't play (laughs) instruments, they don't have anything musical about them, they just somehow represent the culture around the music, and I hate it. I hate it. It was just- Because music drives what is cool, and so if you're trying to create a character that's cool for children, you're just going to use those cultural signifiers that are also tied to music subcultures. But here's the thing. Like, red and black and being uh, angry. Maybe if you're in a culture without uh, irony, this makes sense. But in our culture... If you are only into one thing, like, if your entire aesthetic is informed by rave music, you are not cool. And everyone knows you're not cool, and no one has ever thought you were cool. Mm, I'm looking at you, Skrillex. I'm looking at you, Skrillex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's the thing, though. To a lot of people, people who are way cooler than you or me, for a couple years there, Skrillex was very cool. 
I don't think that that's true. I genuinely don't <laughs> believe that. I think that everyone realizes, like, if you go all in on any one style, like, from now on, guys, I'm rockabilly for life. Like, no, you're not cool, and it's you never It's short-lived. <laughs> also, also, to be fair, Skrillex has changed with the times. I know, he was I was in, being mean uh, to Skrillex. Screamo band I, before. Guys, again, I need to apologize. Another of my classic, uh, uh, issue another of my classic apologies to Skrillex. To Skrillex. <laughs> Skrillex, yeah. I'm sorry again forever. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's... Obviously, we will never think any of these Sonic the Hedgehog things are cool. Yes. I never thought but Sonic the Hedgehog was cool. These are made for children, <laughs> and children will always think that and something's for cool. perverts with boners, though. This <laughs> yeah. is baffling to me. Yeah. I don't know if it's made for them until Sonic Forces. I don't know, man. There's that bat with giant boobs. You can't <laughs> tell me that they weren't like, mm, this is going to give some pervert a real boner. She was introduced in the same game as Shadow, because Hot Topic was very popular at the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Everything's bad. I know I've talked about this before, but uh, being of a slightly older generation, definitely than Jeff, a little bit older than Matt, I remember it was like, if you were a cool and nice person, you had a Super Nintendo. And if you were a mean, bad kid, you had a <laughs> Genesis and you talked about Sonic all the time. And yeah. it's still it, kind of upsetting to for me. For some reason, <laughs> if you burned ants with a magnifying glass at recess, yeah. you were a Sega Genesis kid. For some reason, I associate playing Sega Genesis to listening to music with swears in it. And obviously, <laughs> neither of those things upset me anymore. Their marketing somehow. worked yeah. totally. I mean, it did, except, I don't know, it, there's something very wrong with the kind of person who's like, I want to be that bad kid. Yes, you see hates. that now with people who try to be like edge lords, and you're like, oh, you're, so you're the thing you are in favor of is being against things other people like. Yes, <laughs> that's not a thing to Your be. Your whole aesthetic seems to be that you love when other people are less happy than they should be. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Nintendo. That's not a position to uh, be a fan of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, it worked for them though because yeah, I know Sega Genesis sold better in America than the Super Nintendo. Oh man, I think that that was a lot of that was racism, also though. Uh, Wait, explain. how so? I think that they were they were both Japanese. Yeah, but they were trying to build themselves as being the like all like the American. What? They absolutely were not. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they definitely were. That's um, just because the commercials were rude, and Americans are rude. <laughs> the 71st highest post of all time. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, I know, I've been scrolling through. Um, I just posted the link to the imager in our chat. I want you to look at it. The title of the post is, uh, My Original Character, uh, Fast Hog. <laughs> and it is fantastic. <laughs> That's very I love good. Him. <laughs> <laughs> it is a almost perfect recreation of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, but here's it's so the thing. close. When you talk about Sonic being rude, this is just like a friendly Nintendo style <laughs> yes, Sonic. Exactly. <laughs> He's just very, very cute. And he has a big round let head. Let me describe it for the audience. His head is perfectly round. <laughs> his eyes are two separate eyes, and he's smiling. And this was made in the character creator of Sonic Forces. Uh, also, he does not have his uh, belly patch. Oh, he's very oh, yes, cute. That's true. He, he looks I like wonder... a he looks like a prefecture mascot who would go and open like a mall somewhere <laughs> yeah. in Japan. 
Uh-huh. Okay, Jeff, I have a question for you. I understand that we're kind of making this a, a an interview with you, the Sonic expert, which you did not build yourself to be, but that's fine. I absolutely am an expert on <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. So one of the things that Louisa didn't mention in the design of this page, really dropping the ball here, Louisa. Oh was, my god. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But um <laughs> the the buttons for subscribing to the page and whatever are all little TVs with an icon in it. Um yes. And that is a thing from Sonic as well, where all of your power-ups are in TVs that you need to break open, and then the power huh. from the TV somehow infuses you, and then you have it. What? I don't that. <laughs> Why? How? Oh, yeah, you you could get rings and stuff from them. Hold I on. Think- are you saying they're TVs because this was your childhood assumption, or are they canonically TVs? Because maybe they're just, like, cool cases. No, look at them, they're TVs. And when <laughs> they you break could be, them, like, glass they, boxes. But when you break them, they display static. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely, definitely TVs. TVs. Like, you break them open and you can see TVs. inside of them. Huh. Um. It's, I think that it's like how when you break open the enemies, a little animal pops out that Robotnik okay. has trapped this power in a television. Yes, that is a, <laughs> that is a surface level understandable thing to say. But, A, is Sonic opposed to TVs? Like, I get- uh, he's, he's a real Luddite. Yeah, he's he hates technology. To, well, he's opposed to, to the robots because they have animal friends in them. The TVs- Seem to be a pretty good storage device for this fire thing that would set fire to your house. Why would you break that open? Yeah, I don't know, man. Because you're and, rude. You're so rude. You have to like, break other people's TVs. Sonic- I was hoping you would ask me a question about the third Sonic cartoon, Sonic Underground. Oh, I have a question about Sonic cartoons. Okay. Oh, bless you. So, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Jeff dying. is filibustering your question with sneezes. <laughs> It's not on purpose that the second one was a sniff. So I know there's a bit of a, like, a, a shorthand for Jaleel White saying chili dogs, like that the Sonic loves chili dogs. Jaleel White did the voice of Sonic in the cartoons. Yes. Is that in any of the games that <laughs> he likes chili I think, dogs? <laughs> I think the first game to reference it is uh, Sonic Generations, which was an anniversary celebration. Okay. And they're eating chili dogs at his birthday party. But what I believe what ha- Okay. So there were two Sonic cartoons on, on <laughs> at the I same- I gotta explain a lot of this. <laughs> I really do. There were two Sonic cartoons on at the same time, both with Jaleel White as the voice of Sonic, and two what? different guys voicing Robotnik. Why? Uh... I know I can actually tell you why <laughs> I only found out within the past couple of years um they pitched a comedic one uh and it was so bad that the network was like absolutely not but we will put that on five days a week in the weekday because you can churn it out instantly because it's garbage. But go make a good one for the Saturday morning block. And so we gotta they did. win some daytime Emmys with this show. The the Saturday morning one is the serious one where he has like a bunch of friends who are all also animals, and some of them are like part robot because they were in prison camps. It's like serious mm. and like actually genuine. Like I've revisited it recently and it's like obviously for kids but like one of the cool ones for kids like maybe a level above ninja turtles as far as cool goes you know someday uh someday we're going to get the reddit board for a reboot and i'm then i'm going to be the expert <laughs> you guys and then we're yeah. going to talk about that forever <laughs> 
I anyway, I like they shorthand is Sat AM for the Saturday morning one or uh whatever whatever the whatever the initialism for the adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog would be, because that's what the other one was called. It's called Sat AM and Piece of Shit. (laughs) Yep. Uh man, that bad one is really bad though. Like not even watch for comedy bad like Super Mario Brothers Super Show. Oh, God, Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I remember genuinely, not even ironically, loving that when I was a kid. I would watch it every day. Yep, those Link cartoons? Oh, what's going to happen with Link? I kept on thinking that there would be some kind of through-line plot, and there never (laughs) was, and I kept on being like, maybe I missed an episode. The (laughs) fault must be with me. (laughs) I like that time where he puts a bomb down and then sits on a shield and then explodes himself into the sky. That's pretty great. That was fun. <laughs> oh, good times. Uh, uh, these two cartoons were followed up by a later Jaleel White one where Jaleel White voices Sonic and two of Sonic's siblings. Oh, God. Why uh, does he have siblings? Yeah. Why does he- okay. I don't know. Why does Sonic have alternate uh, genre versions of himself and also siblings? That's crazy. And also, this cartoon is he supposed to be the same not- species of hedgehog as all these other hedgehogs that look completely different? I don't know. The uh, Sonic <laughs> Underground, this third one, I is like the the forgotten member of the Sonic family because in it Sonic is in a band with his siblings for some reason and their mother <laughs> is the queen of the world but Robotnik took over the world so they have to go rescue her mother who does a spoken word segment in the middle of the theme song explaining the plot of the show <laughs> oh no I recommend um, I think the show is on Netflix don't watch it but do watch the intro segment because it's crazy uh, okay, I have a chicken and the egg question for you. Mm-hmm. Spiky hair in anime, did it come from Sonic the Hedgehog, or was Sonic the Hedgehog a character made to be a hedgehog because they thought spiky hair was cool? Uh, I think Sonic the Hedgehog it. 2 came out after the first time that Goku uses his Super Saiyan form in the manga Dragon Ball. Right, but the first so, Sonic the Hedgehog came out before that. I think it's yes, going to come from the late 70s, early 80s punk looks, don't you think? He doesn't have the anime-style spiky hair in the first one, really. Listen to the words you're saying, Jeff. <laughs> it's like- He's an anime hedgehog, of course he has anime spiky hair. But then hair. when he goes supersonic, he literally just has, like, Vegeta right. hair, yeah, like I Super mean, Saiyan he, hair. They definitely stole <laughs> it back from- uh, Dragon Ball Z, but I wonder if the spiky Dragon Ball Z stuff stole it from Sonic No, that absolutely isn't the case, because that's, uh, that manga started in, like, 1984 or something. Okay, yeah. then Which someone explained the to me- style at the time. <laughs> yeah, someone explained to me why spiky hair is cool, because spoilers, it's not. Because it's of the stu- bands uh, of the 70s and 80s, like I said a minute ago. It doesn't read to me as Sonic's Mohawks. hair in this. No, not it's Mohawks. Not- well, but Sonic's what, uh, Sonic's looks like a mohawk. I like in the that older. Jeff is having a separate conversation by himself while yeah. Louisa and I are arguing. <laughs> but continuing to talk into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I was I was responding to the things that you were saying. That's true. Um, listen, Louisa, think about all the hair bands. Yeah, they usually had mohawks. Punk hair. No, was they like didn't. Mohawks. Are you insane? Who are you thinking of specifically? Uh, Na- name one. 
Motley Crue, Poison, uh, Early Bon Jovi, like all these bands. That was long hair. That wasn't spiky yeah, that's not hair. Spiky. It was spiky as well. Like think about the stereotypical rocker wig that you will get at a shitty Halloween store. It's like teased and puffed up underneath. You're thinking of Rod Stewart, aren't no, you? No, I'm not. You're thinking of a mullet. You're thinking of a She's Rod- always no. thinking of Rod Stewart. This we is think a the lady doth protest look. too much. <laughs> uh, Rod Stewart. I'm not thinking of Rod Stewart. <laughs> Rod Stewart is so you are. disgusting. <laughs> like, yes. so viscerally disgusting of a person. I can't. <laughs> I think that what Even happened I with Sonic. I can't be turned on by Rod <laughs> yeah, Stewart. Exactly. And I can be turned on by anyone if I try hard enough. <laughs> Yeah, I've been staring at this Sonic the Hedgehog making eye contact with me all night. Uh, He's giving you a real good fisting. (laughs) Oh, boy. I think that it was a coincidence that his spikes ended up looking like hair. Just they iterated the design of trying to anthropomorphize a hedgehog so much that it ended up this way rather than they... Because there were earlier designs where he wasn't a hedgehog and didn't have anything resembling hair. Hmm. I think they added he's the spikes. A, he's just a nude man. <laughs> well, he's just all I think that they, flesh color. He doesn't have any of the think, blue part. <laughs> I think they added the spikes to justify why you hurt enemies when you're rolled up in a ball. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then, so when they're trying to make him also look like a cartoon character, they had to put a couple of spikes on his head. Do you guys think Eggman Robotnik is designed after Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, I have thought that, yes. But it doesn't make a lot of sense if you try to think about it to any degree. He's the evil- he is the Wario of Teddy Roosevelt. He's Weddy Roosevelt. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, he's he's trying to pave over all the natural areas and turn them into He's an anti-conservative- Okay. okay. uh, Conservationist. Conservationist. (laughs) He, um, he was the original design for the hero of this in-development game, and he was a sleepy man, uh, who looked like Teddy Roosevelt and wore pajamas- and then they Wait. like they ditched the that official design game when version they... of Don't Wake Daddy. <laughs> I I was gonna say a ca- a game where the main character's main trait is that he's sleepy sounds shitty, but Little Nemo the Dream Master was radical. <laughs> <laughs> and the every thing... game that's made now that wins awards is about being sleepy and depressed. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. true. <laughs> The the two things they started designing Sonic with was, we want a game you can play with one button, and we want to design a mascot for our company because Alex Kidd sucks. <laughs> yes. Uh, and so, like, they, they, it was just, like, pie in the sky, throw whatever at the wall and see what sticks. So one of those designs, half of those designs were characters that got introduced to Sonic in later games, and one of them was Dr. Robotnik wearing pajamas. Like Boobs the Bat? Was that one of their original ideas? (laughs) I don't know. I think Knuckles was in there. Because uh, I gotta Charmy tell you, the bee, if you were, Mighty the Armadillo. If you're trying to sell a game system to 13-year-old Matt, uh, having a character with big <laughs> boobs be your mascot is not a bad plan. <laughs> it's rough. It's rough, man. Yep. Um, yeah, everything about Sonic is stupid and bad. Yeah, that's pretty fair. That is fair and reasonable. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing about Sonic the Hedgehog that I am like, yep. Oh, wait, no, Eggman. We've already talked about Eggman. Yeah, yeah, Eggman. And Miles, everyone's favorite. Oh, yes, Miles Per Hour. 
A great name for a great yeah. character. Yes. Tails. <laughs> no, his name's not Tails. Come on. <laughs> so I'd like Tails, to point the out- the magic fox. Louisa just sent us uh, a Google search of punk rock hair early 80s, mm-hmm. and almost every picture is from the late 90s, early That's 2000s. That's true. That is true. <laughs> but that is not my fault, because I did try to specify, and it is- emblematic of the hair that I'm talking about. These people Matt, are would all you clearly th- trying to to cosplay as Sonic the Hedgehog. No, you yeah, are wrong. Scroll up to the top of that page and look at Sonic and tell me he doesn't have a mohawk. Uh, mm, I don't... I, I, I don't see mohawk. mohawk. <laughs> In later 3D iterations, they make it very clear that he it's not one line of spikes, but all those early drawings and the in-game graphics, it's very clearly just one line of spikes down the center of his head. My point was just that I feel like anime hair is not the same as crazy punk rock hair. Oh, I disagree. I think it is. I think anime hair nah, is- different very different and i think that it arises if if i'm being candid i was playing the fool in order to what to, to uh, oh no yeah i was i was playing the fool to to stimulate conversation but i actually believe that it stems from laziness of artists who can't draw normal hair yeah that's fair i uh i think that because uh dragon ball started out as well, it's wildly inf- influential, so everyone just started drawing hair like that. Yeah. And I think Goku got drawn like that because he was like a wild boy who lived in the woods. No, Goku so got drawn like messy. that because that guy who did those character designs does not know how to draw hair. Every character he's ever drawn, the hair is like, uh, I don't know, geometric shapes jutting out of your head? That's hair, right? <laughs> he's got hair I don't blindness. Know, Bul- Bulma has reasonable hair. <laughs> what are you talking about? She has the bulliest bowl cut. Yeah, yeah, that's a haircut that I people that. can have, Matt. Uh, it's terrible. It's, it's like, yes, it's a haircut that people can have, but it's the it's still the lazy. It's like when you draw somebody and you always draw their feet behind something because you can't really draw feet. <laughs> like, oh, but this time I drew them wearing boots. Yeah, you still can't draw feet though. <laughs> you you still didn't really do it. Yeah, Yamcha has normal hair. He does not. Jeff, have you seen hair? Yeah, it's it's just spiked up. It's just like gelled yes, up. Yes, that's the thing I have a problem with. And that's real people have that hair. Did you not watch the Jersey Shore? I don't think that you know what hair looks like. <laughs> I don't think you know. I don't think you uh, are know about the Jersey Shore hair. Here's the that thing: the people have when you draw hair. If you're trying to draw hair well, the way that you draw hair is usually like genuinely all sort of flowing in the same direction, maybe with some frizziness towards the ends of it. And when this guy, whose name I don't know, but you know who Akira I'm talking about. Toriyama. Yeah, thank you. When he draws hair, he's like, I'm bored drawing a straight line for this long. I'm gonna start drawing jutting out angles just because. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> it's <laughs> it not good. Be, it's fine, but it's very lazy and bad. <laughs> Trunks has normal hair. Trunks does not have normal hair. Yeah, he just has, like, a middle part with bangs. I'm looking it up. I'm breaking the rules. <laughs> um, I mean, no. I still think it's very... <laughs> it's very bad. It's... <laughs> Most of the, the like, Dragon Quest Eight, all those main characters have, like, somewhat reasonable hair. Somewhat. I, th- he very rarely strays into human being hair, and almost every character he designs is like, okay, this is the hair I'm gonna draw, 
and I'm going to draw their bangs with one little wisp coming down in front of their eye, and then I'm going over the top of their head, and oh no, I had a seizure! Ah, it's going everywhere! (laughs) Nah, I think it's very uh, intentionally placed and not wacky. It's intentionally placed because he doesn't want to make- he doesn't want to make his characters interesting in their faces, so instead he makes their hair insane. They do all have exactly the same face, don't they? They do, yes. You know what? Ayla from Chrono Trigger has very good hair, and I will stand by that statement. Mm, That hair is very well drawn. All those characters with the huge foreheads, though, I don't like that art style. No thanks. Mm. And and they there's do no all excuse. have the same there's, face. I, maybe that's the real root of it, is that they all have the same face, and yeah. so you need to make their hair very <laughs> drastically different. There's no excuse for Chrono having that hairdo. Goku, at least, <laughs> yeah. is like a wild boy, and then everyone related to him is also from the same species of wild person. Yes. But there's no reason why Chrono from Chrono Trigger, he's just a normal guy. He shouldn't have spiky hair. Yeah. Yeah. These character designs are not good. They're just not good. (laughs) No, they're very good. They're some of the best ever. (laughs) They're not. (laughs) I mean, I like the game. I don't like uh, anything to do with Dragon Ball Z. But no, they're not really good designs. I like Dragon Ball Z and Chrono Trigger. (laughs) I like both of these things and know a lot about them. And I will still stand by the fact that the character designs are terrible. I think by the time it got to the Z era, he was very, very lazy, which is why everyone just wears an identical karate gi. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. It, he also does that thing I hate where everyone is wearing quote unquote socks that are like giant leg warmers completely bagged down around their ankles. Yes. Oh, I hate that so much. Louisa, it was 1986. <laughs> no, that's how people dress. Fuck you. It absolutely was not. Leg warmers don't do that. What is that? It's yeah. like a scarf. <laughs> Yeah. And okay. He he's drawn Bulma in two different outfits where her name is somewhere on the outfit, and therefore he gets a pass for his entire career. <laughs> Wait, what? Why? <laughs> because those outfits are so cool looking, and also the character is wearing her Jeff, name on her outfit for Jeff, no reason. You often say things that make me so like dubious about your understanding of what cool means. <laughs> nah, it's they're very very stylish outfits. Why you, like, are by you today's saying standards. these things? That doesn't nah, make good. any sense. Bulma's outfits are all good. When? Um, Where? How? The, she wears the, a, she wears an orange belted tutu at one point. She wears a yes, very good. What are you saying? <laughs> she wears like a big trucker cap where it says her name across the front of it. Uh huh. That's pretty cool. Oh, it's pretty good. She wears a pink T-shirt with her name written on it and a purple yeah. scarf. Uh huh. Awesome. She wears an orange ribbed tank top with like shoulder pads in it. Very, very good. Oh, Jeff, um, you. I like the dragon, the dragon quest. All the monsters in Dragon Quest are all very good. Uh, yeah, the monsters are fine. Like, I, I think Robo from Chrono Trigger is also a good design, and f- that frog guy. Yeah. Frog, Frog, that's his name. Well, his real name is like yeah, Cyrus or something. Anyway, Glenn. Glenn, thank Cyrus you. Cyrus was his boss. Yeah, fine. Um, but whenever he draws people, he just can't do it. He can't. Yeah. He he is not good at drawing faces. Like Disagree. I'm looking at this. Well, picture. yeah, no, the faces are all pretty much I'm, the same. I, but I I'm think that at- overall, he can draw people. <laughs> I'm looking at this picture of the evolution of Bulma that shows all of Bulma's outfits through the entire <laughs> series. And if you took any of these and just did a color change on her hair to purple, it would be trunks. There's literally no That's other change. False. 
That's not what Trunks looks like, Matt. You're very wrong. I just hate that there's a character named Trunks. Yes, well... Yeah, he yeah. he had a publisher that made him keep doing that comic weekly, so he got very lazy about naming things and coming up with plots. <laughs> yes. And uh, also put anyway. everyone in the same karate armor. Well, I guess the point of it is that we hate everything in the whole world that has to do with anime. Sorry, everyone. No, I like it. I, I was thinking about I reading do, all I of Dragon Ball. Anime, I like anime. I, think. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I keep looking uh, back Kuritoriyama at like, early stuff, one of my 70s, artists. 80s, and then stuff into the 90s and up to today, and I'm like, boy, I sure hate every one of these art styles. Like, I really do. The problem is that anime is very badly drawn cartoons, but they're very good stories often. Are they, though? A lot of them are. A lot of them are very good at making you, like, genuinely question things about philosophy and things, <laughs> if that's what you're into. Because the synopsis, as I read, always are like, and this point is where it turns into a telenovela. And I'm like, oh, I don't care about this, and I don't want to find Y'all out Y'all watch Devilman Crybaby yet? No, Why I don't would know I if I want that? to. <laughs> I would yeah, never. it's only ten episodes, catch it, it's pretty good. It's not too anime-styled, so Louisa won't be uh, I've uh, completely- I've seen the stills from it, and I fucking hate that anime style. That 70s <laughs> to 80s- like, very loose and cartoony. The I thought dry get, look, uh, blow-combed hair. Ugh. The, that guy directed that one episode of uh, Adventure Time about the uh, food chain. Okay. <laughs> I don't so thanks remember for, that one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Seeing Reddit. <laughs> We appreciate you guys coming by. Um, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us uh, on Twitter at Seeing Reddit, or you can find us on uh, email, seeingreddit at gmail.com. You didn't work on that pattern yeah, for the end of the show. No, I really didn't. I was supposed to. I should have done it while Jeff was watching YouTube videos. No, you should have staggered it, and then I would have argued with Louisa for a minute while you thought of the thing to say. We all uh, just take a break every once in a while. Yeah, I don't think, even though we've now passed 100 episodes, I don't think that we are quite good enough to uh, tag out when we need to take a little break. <laughs> We're also just not good in general. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. I, d- I actually um, did have to go let the cat in at one point Yeah, I the knew that so. too. I heard it, and yeah. I was trying to pave over it, but uh, anyway... Um, you could just delete that part out of my audio. That's why I we have separate know. tracks. That takes so <laughs> much work. To nah. find it, uh, I have to listen to this podcast? I hate it. <laughs> but uh, thank you for listening. Yes, thank listeners. you for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, I already told you how. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter at Kamikaze Pilot. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Twitter, J3FK. Uh, if we've said something that upsets your sensibilities because we don't know about it, uh, please let us know. And also, we're sorry, because we're all very stupid and don't know anything (laughs) about anything, but we love to have opinions and then record them and then let 200 people listen to those opinions, even though we went in knowing that none of us knew what we were talking about. Uh, so if we, if you ever encounter an inaccuracy like that, please feel free to reach out and be like, hey, actually, that was not quite right. Uh... Because I had a listener reach out, uh, it's ter- Mormonism is not always very hard to leave, so I'm sorry that we all were like, yes, absolutely, even though I 
generally try to what if anyone on the show brings up religion i'm like actually what we should talk about is anything else bye <laughs> yeah because i'm always afraid of doing that exactly because i intentionally don't know anything about religions yeah i yes i also would like to apologize if we said anything in our ignorance about a subject we don't know very much about because that's almost Which is always all where it comes it's from. All subjects. and i don't want to apologize because i'm a nasty boy oh no oh, he's eating he's his chili dog right now Ah, uh, he's no, a real I'm, Vegeta. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I also, you know, if, if we offended you, I'm very sorry. Obviously, uh, we don't know. We make lots of sweeping generalizations about things we hate, uh, and we don't mean you specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, we're definitely backing down from the descriptor in iTunes that says, please be mad at us. <laughs> Oh no, you can We're be cowards. mad at us though. Still. We will fold instantly. We are cowards. <laughs> yeah. Please be mad at us so that we can fold instantly. <laughs> this is a this is a conversation, you guys. Uh, and I would like to also say, please do not at me about anime. I think it's bad, but it's fine if you like it. Don't try to convince me. Thank you. Please at Louisa with your <laughs> favorite not. anime recommendations. <laughs> Please just at her until she watches Devil Man Cry Baby. No way, never. That hair, I hate it. <laughs> it makes me so angry. So good. Did Louisa, did you tell us uh, how people can at you about anime on Twitter? Uh, do not at me about anime, but you can talk to me about other things at Heronbird, or I am on Instagram at Louisa Heron. Yeah. Uh, did you, Jeff, did you do yours? Yeah, I did. Okay. I'm just looking at Chrono Trigger promo art now by <laughs> our favorite artist, Akira Toriyama. <laughs> All right, I'd like to thank everyone who's been talking about us on Twitter. Uh, thanks to uh, Regina. Thanks to Gareth. Thank you, Regina. Thank you, Gareth. Uh, thanks to thank Tanner. You. Thank you, Tanner. Uh, thanks. Thanks to Turner. Mm, thank you, Turner. I I think I've finally gotten straight which one is Tanner and which one is Turner, and I should have gotten straight much earlier because I have been on three podcast recordings now with Turner and should therefore know who he is. <laughs> we uh, uh, we had our fantasy casting poll from two weeks ago. This is going to get confusing. <laughs> Uh -huh. Oh no, that's right. We didn't plan for this at all. Yeah, no, that's okay. It's fine. As long as well, the poll has ended, it'll all work out. Yeah, and we won't, uh, maybe we won't do one for the 100th episode. Anyway, um, our fantasy casting poll was Remy Gambit LeBeau from the X-Men. Um, yep, that popular way that he's credited. <laughs> well, that's that's his name. Louisa rags on me every time I do anything, anyone's name wrong, so... Uh, yeah, well, so you spell somebody's name wrong literally every time. <laughs> so thanks to Louisa for volunteering to run all of the polls from now no, thanks. on. <laughs> no more polls, cool. everybody. Sorry. Polls are over. <laughs> um, uh, so the the winner was Louisa's pick with Yay. Jeff Goldblum, Yay. which she admitted oh, was it. cheating last week. Because <laughs> it, even though Jeff Goldblum is provably wrong for this character, <laughs> he is very popular on the internet. <laughs> Yeah, he's great. I mean, that's how, like, if we if if we were like, who should play Channing Tatum in a biopic of Channing Tatum, we would all be like Danny DeVito, and that would win. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So the poll is just which person do you recognize and like the most? Yeah. Uh, but there was a tie between Jeff and my uh, actual suggestions. My suggestion was Bradley Cooper, and Jeff's suggestion was Robert Pattinson. Um, so. 
Yes. I'm going to say it was a two-way tie for first, and Jeff Goldblum is disqualified because he's a meme. <laughs> um, and the last place was our wildcard, Stephen Moyer. We are very bad at picking wildcards, you guys. I wanted the wildcard to be Harry Connick Jr. Stephen Moyer, the guy from True Blood. It oh, been I thought Connick a wild card Jr. was Channing Tatum because he was going to play that character. <laughs> Jeff, you need to look at the polls after we post them at the very least. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I usually do. Or Taylor Kitsch. I think he actually played Gambit in a movie already. We argued for so long about who our wild card was going to be last week. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we don't have any time this time. You better end the show and we'll spend three minutes talking about a poll. That's true. Well, I would like to say, though, um, that I think that Robert Pattinson and Bradley Cooper would both be pretty good as Gambit. So get on that. 20th Can Fox Gambit be identical twins who have powers to communicate with each other through their minds? Ooh, and when they put their rings together, they turn into ice sculptures? Yeah, exactly. That- he bangs the two rings together and turns into the thing. That's how he gets invited to all the fancy uh, New Orleans cotillions <laughs> or whatever. And he has to get invited in because he's a vampire <laughs> yeah, also. Exactly. Wait, <laughs> is this the together. lawyer we're talking about? <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I think we accidentally <laughs> invented Captain Transylvania oh, again. Oh, damn it, I hate you guys. <laughs> uh, okay. Can Captain Transylvania have a ring that lets him turn into something in the form a of werewolf. water, is all I'm saying. No. <sighs> a gill man. Listen, Captain Transylvania has one very clearly defined power, which is that he is all monsters. That is his only power. If we start adding shit, we're just going to get all X-Men up in here, and it's going to turn out that he's got metal bones or some horse shit. Yeah, so we're yeah not I want his that. secondary mutation to be that no. he can stop being all monsters and make his skin turn to diamonds. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking X-Men, you're the worst. Uh, but you guys are the best, so please come Yay. back next week. But in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Uh, watch Devil Man Cry, baby. ASMR, <laughs> don't watch it. I guess we won't do a casting poll for next week, although that means we need to come up with one at uh, medieval times. Ugh. Yeah. Which I have oh. not bought tickets yet for, but I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, we have to decide the time slot. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to do Saturday. Yes, anytime mm-hmm. on Saturday is fine with me, so it's it, I have no problem with it being 2pm or 5pm. I would prefer the 2 p.m., but okay. if Louisa would greatly prefer, prefer the 5, then I'll just do that. Nope, 2 is fine. And are we cool. set on this celebration package? Uh, Which one's that? That's the one where they announce your special occasion. <laughs> and give you a piece of cake. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I do like cake. This is the thing. I'm on the fence about the announcement, but I love cake, though. Yeah. But it'll be terrible it. cake. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I love all, right. all cake. Um, mm, uh, Louisa, vouchers. Oh, sorry. I, I will not be able to send you the money until Friday, because I, I don't have it. So I'll send it to you on Friday. That's fine. I'll- T- just send me the Venmo number on Venmo or whatever. Uh, do I have Venmo still? Maybe. Okay, I will check into that. Whatever service allows you to bill me for it, bill me for it, and I'll send you the money through that. All right. Yeah, same. All right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to look around and see if I can find any coupons or anything. So, Matt, I oh, know yeah, you have to Oh, yeah, maybe go. a Groupon. <laughs> Three-person <laughs> Groupon. Three, yeah. <laughs> That's not how that Groupon works. happens. Work. What? No. No, I'm, I'm making fun of me and Louisa for making a joke bad, because... Groupons oh. don't work where everyone who buys the Groupon needs to buy it together. <laughs> yeah. That's stupid and crazy. <laughs> I love it. Was it a bit that where they're like, yeah, you buy a Groupon for a massage and then you all have to get massage <laughs> <Yeah>. together. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes a Groupon will be like, it's a buy one, get one free ticket or something. Yes. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look into that, Louisa, and yeah. I will send you the money on Friday. All right. Sounds good. Uh, okay. I'm going to stop, stop recording. recording. Oh, yeah.